Good morning. I will now play five seconds of a cowbell. Wake up. Welcome. Was that stupid? Should we do that? was dumb. Okay. Well, we don't do second takes here. Welcome to uh, Kill You With Truth Mornings with your pal DMAC and Johnny Love. Good morning, Johnny Love. Johnny, are you going to talk? Sorry, I had to bring up my mic. <laughs> Can you vamp? Can you vamp? All right, so let's get to it. Um, question of the, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into um, a bunch of Broncos stuff um, with the Packers. Nerd. It's a nerd Wednesday. Maybe every Wednesday could be Nerd Wednesday. I got, I got a bunch of nerd things to, to, to go with, so that could work, right? Nerd Wednesday? Why does it have to be Wednesday? I don't know. It's just when all the – it was actually, you know why? Because that's when all, like, the, the numbers come out about that week's opponent. You know, you kind of – you know, that's when it kind of happens. But I have deeper nerd stuff to dive into besides the basic nerd stuff. So I got ultra nerd stuff here today. Um, also, we'll talk about the Avalanche, nice win against the Kraken, um, and why that Nuggets game didn't matter whatsoever. And plus, what's on the shelf? But first, the question of the day. Johnny. I have my mic on this time. Okay. okay. Um, why haven't there been any trades regarding the Broncos? Yeah, I saw some um, folks speculating about, oh, you know, why haven't you done anything? And uh, what's happening? And, uh... and it's actually a pretty naive statement to question there's no trades right now. Um, it's, it's the deadline. The trade deadline forces the issue, and it always has. So to sort of grind your gears about why the Broncos aren't moving on something right now is, frankly, a little naive. That's not the way it goes. Things go up through the trade deadline. I mean, it doesn't happen necessarily always on that, but the Broncos have two games before the trade deadline. They need to play this out. They're not going to do any deals right now until they really have to. Because believe it or not, they haven't given up completely on this season. They haven't. You may think in your mind, oh, it's clearly a rebuild and the season is over. But that's just not how they look at it at Dove Valley. It never has been. It never will be. Um, even if you hadn't won a game, even if the Broncos were 0-6 at this point, they would still want to see what they have over the last two weeks. Now, what happens for the Broncos is actually very lucky because the trade deadline is during their bye week. Trade deadline is October 31st, boo. So that's why you haven't seen anything now, and it's not because nobody's, you know, not doing their job. It's just that's the nature of the beast. Who will get traded from the Broncos? It, it's, it's never as many folks as you think. It's usually just one guy Maybe two. They've made significant moves in dropping Randy Gregory while trading him. They did trade Randy Gregory technically, and they cut Frank Clark. So the moves they'll probably make, small, one, maybe two guys. There's, I think there's zero chance that they trade Sertan. I think they'll have the most interest in him. I think Josie Jewell is likely to go, and I don't think Justin Simmons is going to go. I think it's if, if anybody gets traded right now, I think it would be Jerry Judy or Josie Jewell. So if your name starts with a J and ends with a J, you're likely to get jacked out of town. Yes, Johnny. Uh, hopefully, or I'm glad that my last name doesn't start with a J because I'm half traded at this point. Johnny Jove. 
Yeah, wouldn't make much sense. Meanwhile, the Broncos, are you ready for some nerd talk? Okay. Do you think the problem is more with the offensive play calling with the Broncos or the defensive play calling? I guess I'll ask you that question, Johnny, because I don't have anybody else to to throw that at. Do you think the problems are more offensive Mm. or defensive? I mean, just without looking at any stats offhand, I'd say defensive. Okay. Well, my guy, there is a dude out there. His name is Steven Payton. Can you believe it? P-A-T-T-O-N. I guess it could be Patton. I guess it could be Patton. You got a you got a Peyton, you got a Peyton, you got another Peyton and a Patton. Well, this guy looks like a young guy. He says he has a MS in economics and uh I don't know. He's he's got his own thing going on. So he's he and I don't even want to go into all of his deep dive analytics for how he came up with his formula. And there were some people questioning what he was using and how he was using it. But this guy has no bias whatsoever towards the Broncos. He didn't do this because of the Broncos. He's just doing his own nerdy analytic NFL stats about play calling and effectiveness. And believe it or not, well, I guess you would believe it. He's got the Broncos as the sixth best offensive play calling. Six best offensive play calling, and he has the Broncos um, at the 31st defensive play calling. Yeah. So for, for, and again, I'm not doing a deeper dive into the qualitative percentages of the, the quadrantic uh, uh, eclipse on the, um, uh, the modular spectrum. One more time on that? No, I, I can't believe I even made that up. But the essence is, it's not Sean Payne, it's Vance Joseph. I mean, that's the essence. And I mean, this may be a duh sort of moment, but for me, this is pretty interesting that this guy with no skin in the game whatsoever with the Broncos, whatever analytics he wants to use, you know, goes in that direction. Now, I don't know if that is just bizarrely tainted by giving up 70 points to the Dolphins. You could see that it might be. So maybe the defensive play calling... Numbers shouldn't surprise anybody. I mean, the Broncos are still last in so many defensive categories that we'll get into in a second. But what's more interesting to me is how effective, essentially, the offensive play calling numbers are. It's not Sean Payton. It's Vance Joseph. And if we're seeing numbers like this roll out, what do you think it looks like on film? What do you think the meetings are like? Where do you think this is really going? So, um, pretty bad news for VJ here. Sean Payton's not going anywhere. And I know Adam Schefter said Rex Ryan's not going to take over in the season. And I actually would be surprised if there were any changes on coaches during the season. I think once they get to a certain point, they'll certainly realize, well, we should just ride this thing out. Probably, you know, sink it to the bottom of the ocean and then... Do it all over again. So I'm not calling for VJ's head. I don't think that would improve anything significantly with half the season gone. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. And I don't think the Broncos are in a situation where firing a coach during the season would make some significant change anyway. So it's a heads up that that's the direction it's going. And I'm sure that's not to surprise anybody. Look at some nerd. I'll look at the defensive numbers because not a lot has changed. Uh, Broncos on defense, 32nd in yards per game, yards per play, 32nd, points per game, 32nd. I don't know if they're ever going to get over that one because of that Dolphins game. They're at 33.3, uh, net rushing yards allowed, 32nd, and passing yards, 30th. 
They're the worst defense in the NFL. And that's after having a pretty good defensive game against the Chiefs, only allowing 19 points. Meanwhile, the Packers are just kind of a, a middle-of-the-road team, kind of in everything. Um, they're pretty good offensively in the red zone, but so are the Broncos defensively. Broncos are 1-for-10 in their past two games in red zone defense. Uh, the Packers are, where are they, 6th? Sixth in the league in terms of scoring in the red zone. But then again, they don't have a lot of points either. They're, you know, 13th in points at 22.6. The Broncos are at 21.5, um, tied for 17th. So they're okay. They're an okay offense. Defensively, points per game, they're 22nd. So they're below average there. And they are terrible against the run. They're the fourth worst team in the league against the run. So theoretically, what you would say is, okay, run the ball against the Packers, try to use the home field for your advantage, and try to squeak out a, you know, 23 to 20 sort of win um, against the Packers. This is another one where, like, the schedule gets much more difficult later on in the season. So, again, on the surface, this is one of the ones that you want to win. And it would be another dagger if you were to lose. I'll give you this, too. You lose this particular game. Sean Payton cannot equal what Nathaniel Hackett did at the halfway. I know they play 17 games, but at the halfway point of the season, Hackett was three and five. If you lose this game, the best you could do is two and six. And that would mean that you'd have to beat the Chiefs to even get to two. Most likely, if you lose this one, you're one and seven going into the break. One and seven. So at one and seven, it is a fire sale like nobody's business. Props to Russell and Sierra. They raised a million dollars for 10 charities. They split them up. They had those big checks. Have you ever tried to cash one of those big checks, Johnny? I don't think, I don't think you can do that. You just have, I, I would just love to go to the bank and just drop like a big check for like $100,000 and just see what they do. I think I'll use a big check on my parking ticket I got last week. Hey, no complaining about that. <laughs> you, you know who's got your back on that one, Dr. Johnny Love. That's right, buddy. So congratulations to Russ and Sierra. I think Russ is a good guy. I think he has the best of intentions. I think things got a little squirrely for him in the charity department because he just, you know, kind of lost some oversight on it. But I like seeing good things. I like good things being done for kids. And I like seeing money going in that direction. So we get into the Packers with the Broncos today. Our focus is there. We know what's kind of lingering in the background for Sean Payton and the Broncos. It's another, like, critical game if they're going to salvage anything. You lose this one, it's, um, it's as good as done because nobody's expecting you to beat the Chiefs. Wouldn't that be something after losing 16 in a row in two weeks? And then a bye week where the trade deadline is going to probably see some significant departures too, but not a lot. I, like I said, only if your first and last name begin with the letter J. Moving on to the Avalanche, sweet win for them. Got a number for you. I like nerd talk here. The 14th, check this out, the Avalanche in regular season play have won 14 games in a row on the road. What? Don't you think that's insane? They've won, that ties a record. Believe it or not, the Sabres did it back in 2006, I think. Something like that. But the, the Avalanche have tied that record with their 4-1 to win over the Kraken. That's amazing. You know, in a, a year where you felt like, ah, it really wasn't that great of a team and, you know, it was disappointing in the playoffs. To think of winning 14 games, winning, winning 14 straight on the road over two seasons, but so what? 
And you couldn't have started a better road trip. You couldn't start a season in a better way. You get revenge. You like fights, Johnny? You like revenge fights? You I'm, got, a, I'm a fan of it. Yeah. I've never been in one. You haven't? No. What time a, is it? I'm a can... soft man. Okay. I'm not big on revenge fights either, personally. I would lose all of them. But I don't even know who would want revenge on me. Really? I mean, it should be the other way around, shouldn't it? No, I don't know. Anywho, um, Logan O'Connor uh, fought Everly because Everly hit Cogliano and broke his neck last year in the playoffs. So he's got to answer. So they had a revenge fight. So good for Logan O'Connor. Then Logan O'Connor picks up a shorthanded goal, which was freaking awesome. Way to go, LOC. Um, and Miko Rantanen got the 11th thousandth. Ah, that doesn't sound right. 11th thousandth. They have scored 11,000 goals in the organization's history. And Miko got it. On the, on the recap last night, I was like, and that is the thousandth goal. There's a big difference between 1,000 and 11,000. Specifically, 10,000. But I, I was like, they scored 1,000 goals. Like, that's a big deal. Well, they did that 11 times. <laughs> I got it so wrong when I was, when I was um, blowing up as a big deal. Has happened an additional 10 times after that. That's how wrong I got that. <sighs> a mile long, three inches deep, Johnny, I tell you. Literally tenfold. Literally tenfold. I'll give you a quick story. So I've done a lot of racing stuff, believe it or not. I go up and down. I'm in great shape, I'm in, and I'm kind of medium right now, so save your comments. But I was on this trail race, and these trail races are crazy because you don't see anybody. It was a half-marathon trail race. I swear to God I was doing this in Castle Rock, and I thought I might. they were giving out medals for my age category which was 50 to 54. And I was like, holy cow, I might win a medal here. I mean, there were only five guys in my age division, five. So they give out the medals in third place, this guy. I'm like, oh my God, I might've come in second. And second place, this guy. I'm like, oh my God, did I win this thing? And first place, this other guy. And I'm like, oh my God, I came in fourth place. But I looked up the time between me and the guy who came in third place to say, well, did I, you know, was I close? He literally beat me by a mile. He, he beat me by 11 minutes, which was what my average mile was on this trail race. I know it's slow, but it's hills and it's, you know, trails. And yeah, okay, stop judging me. But the guy literally beat me by a mile. I was literally wrong by 10,000 goals. I missed a statistic by 10,000. Congratulations to the Avalanche. They open up at home against Chicago on Thursday. Uh, the Nuggets lost last night, but who cares? They didn't play any of their starters. They beat the Clippers. The Clippers did play their starters. Uh, the Nuggets, actually, it's a fun road trip for them. They just go to L.A. None of the starters played. They got a couple days off. I'm going to guess they got a little loose in L.A. And then they play on Thursday before opening against uh, the Lakers next Tuesday. So nice little just ease into the season for the Nuggets. Yes, Johnny. Well, ten, tenfold. Yeah. Tenfold. I was wrong by 10,000 tenfold. I mean, that is wrong. I mean, that is so wrong. It's time to play What's on the Shelf. Now, I'm tempted to go with the bike helmet because you told that trail story, but yeah. but let's let's highlight another athletic feat. Okay. Uh, don't get the number wrong on this one, but tell us those rocks on the top shelf. What, what oh! do those mean? All right. Uh, yeah, this is another dummy story by me. 
This is just a couple. Here's, here's these rocks. These rocks were taken, I swear to God, from the top of 14ers in Colorado. Do, hold on. Do you, why are you mixing them up? Right. Because I'm a moron. Um, so I, 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 these, this is not the same mountain. So every rock, and there's several of them, as you can attest, up on the shelf, indicates a different 14er that I climbed. Now, what would a smart thing be to do? Probably put a little label and a date on the dumb rock. But what does your pal DMAC do? DMAC just grabs a rock and doesn't label the rocks. So, so Johnny, I have no idea exactly what mountains these rocks actually represent. No clue. So they're just freaking rocks. Because I don't know, is this Mount Princeton? I, I, I don't know. If we have any geologist listeners, please, you know. Well, they do look slightly. I mean, this one looks different than those. But that's how stupid I am. That I would, I would make the effort to say, ooh, I, I need to get a rock from the summit. I swear to God, these are all summit rocks. And there are a lot of them, okay? It wasn't a big deal that I took one. But I, I didn't label it. So, I, I, I mean, if, if you just said, hey, hey, DMAC, you jerk, you, I bet you got that out of your backyard. I mean, I would be like, no. But maybe you're right. I mean, this one in particular. I mean, these, these two actually kind of look like they're something. These two look like they're something. This one just looks like, seriously, you know, the guys that, that were, you know, building the sidewalk, you know, just chopped this up and it just popped out of my driveway. And you said these are from 14ers? 14ers here in Colorado. And how many feet is that? About 4,000. Okay. We'll have an afternoon podcast with uh, Nate and Chad later on. We'll be out at the Broncos all day today to preview the Packers. I kill you with truth. Sometimes I get things wrong.